Just waiting for Lance O'Sullivan to join me on Racing HQ, former champion rider as we know and been training for many seasons and of course uh, Andrew Scott's jumped on board the past couple of seasons so Lance O'Sullivan, Andrew Scott and this partnership and they've got this filly that had a bit of a boom on her um, part prior to last start where she ran seventh in the on the big day at Ellerslie. Uh, Molly Bloom I'm talking about and she goes to 2,000 metres for the first time but last start it was deemed a two-horse race over a mile on, on the 27th of Jan and Orchestral, the other boom filly, was quite brilliant for James and Wellwood. And she's got a very bright future. We might see her in Sydney, Orchestral, races like the Vinery and also the Oaks. So I want to get an assessment. Molly Bloom finished seventh behind Orchestral that particular day. And also, we, we know all about Grishetti. Uh, this horse faces some old heads for the first time here in the BCD Sprint Weight for Age 1400. And some of those horses that are seasoned... And going well, Waitak, for example, coming off a group one last start, one first up and second up for Lance and Andrew. And they've also got Dragon Leap. He's a bit hard to follow, but um, certainly they were a forgivable performance last start in a very unusual race to watch, uh, the race that Dragon Leap went in around. Vinnie Colgan on Dragon Leap, by the way. And uh, Waitak is OP Bosson. Of course, Warren Kennedy, who rode Waitak last start. It was a brilliant ride on that day where he rode all those winners. He's on Grishetti, of course, number 11. Uh, the boom three-year-old. So that's the BCD sprint. And we know that Legato goes to 2,000. She'll start short in the Herbie Dykes race six on the program. Love to see Sharp and Smart show something here. Third up over a longer trip. But uh, he'll be big odds in that particular race. But Lance O'Sullivan is joining us. And earlier in the week, uh, we had a filly called Alabama Lass that was brilliant for Ken Kelso. This was on Tuesday. She led, she almost broke the track record on debut, a two-year-old Alabama lass. Well, one of the other favourites in that race that started about $2.10 was Zelezniak, trained by Lance and Andrew Scott. And Lance, as you join us, uh, just what was the story there? Look very green, Zelezniak. Oh, Steve, he did everything wrong. He got fractious in the starting gates, uh, missed it away, and just tried to run off the track. Look, I just put a line through it, just forget he went around. Will you keep him going? Uh, look, yes, we will. He's, he's, he's got to go back. He's got to learn. If he's, sound, if he's sound, he'll certainly be going back. Molly Bloom, what was your assessment of her performance with Blake Shin up on the big Caracas Midians Day? She was one of the favourites against Orchestral, who ended up winning it, but this was a mile. Tell us what you thought of the run. Look, initially I was a little bit disappointed until I went back and had a look at it and you, know, and you looked at what actually happened uh, on the whole night with the racing pattern and I think it's 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 another one of those ones where if she had have drawn a drawn a good gate uh, and got and got a, the same sort of run as an orchestral, um, you know her performance would have been far different to what it was. Or put it this way, you give orchestral her run, and I don't believe she could have won. So uh, I, look, I, I would just it was just one of those one of those things where I think there was a bit of a, a huge pattern and a huge bias to the night, and uh, the form will. Will show that you know. I think I think going forward, they had a couple of jockeys in get that got their assessments at the program, and, and you did notice some kickback. You know, it's the second meeting back. Uh, what was your overall assessment of it? Um, well, it was the first time that they've ever used that strip. First first time out, they they uh, when they actually raced, they raced four metres out, and then they took the rail back to True. So, still early days yet, Steve. Can she bounce back on the weekend? I believe she can. I believe she'll run well. 
Um, certainly, it's a very strong field. We're running 2,000 metres for the first time, uh, similar to or, or like most other fillies in the event, but uh, she's certainly sound and she's well. And Joe Doyle knows her well. Yeah, he, Joe's had a few rides on her. He, he hasn't, he, look, he's won the big the big dance on her. He hasn't had a lot of luck on her, to be fair, but um, uh, yeah, Joe's on this weekend. All right. Has she been at Tarapa before? No, she hasn't been there before, so um, you know I don't. I don't think it'll pose any issues. Will the track be good, Lance? The track will be good. Giraffe uh, it, uh, is one of those tracks where it sort of runs pretty hard and or pretty firm and pretty fast. So we're sort of expecting those conditions this weekend. She's drawn gate six. Aussie Kia, one of our biggest owners in the country, we've had Aussie on the air only recently. Uh, understand he and quite a few owners have bought into Molly Bloom. Yeah, they've, 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 they've brought into it, which is, you know, exciting to be doing something with, with Aussie. You know, I've had, uh, you know, a few discussions with them on the phone and, you know, uh, recently and also in the past. And, you know, certainly seems a, a, a really decent bloke and really looking forward to getting to meet him. All right. So how long will you hang on to a, a Lance before she goes to an Aussie trainer, Molly Bloom? And what's the plan beyond this race if she runs well? Uh, look, she'll, she'll more than likely have a, uh, a brief lead up and, and uh, it would only be pretty brief but we're sort of looking at Brisbane at this stage and uh, and then after Brisbane, the Brisbane, Brisbane uh, Oaks if she if she's able to get that then she'll uh, transfer to an Australian trainer Alright, so maybe Rose is leading into the Oaks, something like that? Yeah, they, look, they, all of that is still to be finalised at this stage but um, we'll be lo- certainly looking at all options What about the stable mate? She's very talented Grail Seeker, she was good behind Sabina who's also in this race last start and I noticed she stumbled coming to the bend, that would have knocked her, or certainly taken the wind out of her sails there, Grail Seeker Yeah, look, she just over raced and um, you know, we, we've sort of had a change of rider on her this weekend uh, in fact, Jodor rode her last time and Jodor's going on to Molly Bloom but uh, she's a sort of filly we just, you know, a ride on her that can get her to relax. She's certainly, she's certainly, um, you know, her work has suggested she's going to run well. And we believe that running the 2,000 metres should be right up a rally. Right. So she, I, I certainly wouldn't uh, discard her chances. She's she's a strong chance. And if Raj, of course, he produces so many of those good horses in New Zealand over the years, and he turned me loose and ginger nuts. I mean, there's a long list of them. That's what Grail Seeker is by. And obviously Molly Bloom's well-placed under the conditions. She is the highest rater, isn't she, in the race at an 84? Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yes, she would be. And, of course, it's all set weight. So, um, you know, they're all coming on an... On an uh, and equal equal weights, and uh, you know it certainly does favour here. We saw Waitaki in Queensland running the Derby and the lead up as well. The Rough Habit Plate. He was able to win a Group One last start. He won the start prior. Um, is this his go? Is it just to the shorter distances off a bit of solid pace? Waitak? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it's just a, it's more his racing manners where he just wants to run pretty hard, and while they're running the shorter trip, it gives him a chance to sort of. Half I get off the bridle and relax a bit, and that seems to be suiting suiting him at this stage. Uh, we believe that in time, we probably won't extend him further out than 1,600 metres, but uh, while, he's, while he's kept in a fresh state, he's certainly performing well. Of course, last start, this was the day Warren Kennedy rode all that, those winners, and they did go hard in that race, didn't he, uh, by tax race, but he was able to swamp them, and, and Warren threaded the needle late. Yeah, look, look, they went they went very hard, which really suited the horse. And I think you know, in, in this this race this weekend, there's there's a couple of very handy three odds in it. Um, Crescetti, of course, he'd probably be the main the main chance. He's drawn gate two, and 
I just hope that they can run it at a bit of speed. And, you know, when we look at the Telegraph handicap here, uh, one of our other major sprints, and they just really ran it at pedestrian pace. If they do that again, that's certainly not going to be to his liking. Yeah, that was an ugly race, all right. Horses pulling and so on and uh, interference. And Dragon Leap, of course, hasn't raced since that race and certainly a forgivable effort there for the reasons you just mentioned. He runs in the same race. Yeah, he, he does. And, and look, he, he's, he's you know, very capable on his day, Dragon Leap, no doubt, no doubt about that. He's performed well on the track in the past. Um, so, you know, we, we just put a line through his, his last start. Uh, so, you know, there's no, there's, uh, you know, he's better than that. And he certainly had the riderless horse hampered him all the way down the straight. And he, he certainly had, a, had his excuses that day. He's always a horse you had a very big opinion of over. What's he won now? Six, hasn't he, from 23? Yeah, look, only six. He's, he's lightly raced for the age that, that he is. And, and you know, he, he'll still race on, I'm sure, for for another season or two and, and, and race well. But, uh, look, he's a, a very, very capable horse on this day. Are you getting a team together for Brisbane at this stage? But besides, you know, potentially having Molly Bloom in Brisbane. Uh, look, look, look. We are, you know, possibility of, of taking it to you. It's a little bit early at this stage um, to confirm that, but uh, that's probably the only other likely one with Molly Bloom at this stage. All right. Can I ask the name of the two-year-old so we can follow? <laughs> well, you can, but I won't tell you, Steve. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, look. She's she's a, she's a, she's just a learner. She's unraced, but. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping to get there, we'll, but we'll, we'll just wait and see. Mm. And just that you're independent, we've followed this Grishetti's career so closely, and as I said, this is a test going, taking on these older horses. I mean, what do you think of him independently by Zakinto, this seven from seven? He's chasing eight from eight on the weekend. Oh, look, look, he, he's very, very capable, and I think he's, uh, you know, he, he's he's fortunate. He can jump, he can take a, a, a set uh, he's very. He looks to be very adaptable, and he can really quicken. And look, he's going to take a lot of beating on the weekend. He's going to get the gun run from gate two. Uh, they probably whether they lead or trail, but he's certainly going to be right in the firing line. And he does, as I said, he can relax and kick. And you know, he's going to take a lot of beating. Probably whatever beats him is probably going to win the race. He's He's uh, going to take all the beating in the world, but as we all know, there's, there's no horse that's unbeatable. That's true, and he wasn't the best away at Allersley on the big day, was he, and still ran over the top of the leader there? Yeah, look, look, he, he was impressive. He had, he had a good weight on his back, and uh, he, he was very dominant. And, you know, we're, we're certainly under no no illusions that we're going to walk, go out there and beat him, uh, you know, easily. Whoever, as I said, he's going to take all the beating in the world, but... We're certainly going to be there. Yeah, and of course you'd see Legato most mornings, wouldn't you, at the track? Uh, well, she is trained at our track. I can't say I'm, I can't say I see her most mornings, but um, <laughs> yep. you know she, she is there, and you know she's she's uh, she's extremely capable, capable mare, and and um, you know who run who run at Auckland last time out with the the way the track rode. Well, even she got beat, so that just gives you an indication to just how the track was riding yeah, on the night. Yeah, but um, gee, she did a great job, didn't she, to get as close as she did, and a massive margin back to third. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Lance. Pleasure, Steve. Lance O'Sullivan joining us, telling us about some runners at the big day on the weekend. But Molly Bloom, obviously there was lots of options for her. She could have gone to the New Zealand Derby. Um, she could have gone to the New Zealand Oaks after the Derby. She could have gone to Sydney for the Vinery. She could have gone to Sydney for the Oaks. But uh, it sounds like a bit of a freshen up after this. Hopefully she bounces back. And Lance is confident that she'll run a much, um, you know, that she'll, she'll run a very good race 
And uh, we'll see her in Brisbane um, for the Roses and the Queensland Oaks. And Grail Seeker, if you're taking exotics, I certainly wouldn't be leaving her out. She, she, she was a good last start behind Sabina. As I said, she drifted back in the field. She stumbled. And then she picked herself up to uh, run very courageously behind Sabina, who had an interrupted, run, uninterrupted run and sprinted nicely. But um, a margin back to third, which you always love to see as well in that particular race last start, uh, that was at Trentham over a mile. But maybe Molly Bloom's got too much class for Grail Seeker. I'm not sure. Anyway, I'll wait and see on that.